this week on the Bamcast. One All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Episode one hundred and twenty-eight. Wow, episodes amazing. Hey, you know what that is? Huh? Sixty-four times two. Woo! Nintendo sixty-four times two. Wow, math for you. I'm I'm smothering you next episode when you say Nintendo. By the way, just so you know. Even it's if done. I just say it's Nintendo, done. nope, it's done. No, two times—that's the limit. It's over. So I'm Harlow. <laughs> I'm Maggie. I'm the Beach, and I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the Bamfcast is we talk force ourselves to watch a bad movie. Then we come in here and we talk about it. Uh, in some cases, for a very short period of time. Other times, about thirty to forty-five minutes, and then it gets a rating. And the, and the good bad movies, the enjoyable bad movies, get one to five jocks, as in robot jocks. Yay! Hooray! And the bad, bad movies doesn't stay away. They get one to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo! So, uh, after watching Megaforce last week, Mm -hmm. which came out on the 1st of June, we decided, hey, let's do Force Month. Because we like Force Month! Force Month! Force Month! Force Month! So... We're uh, forcing ourselves. Yes, we are. Based on a stack of DVDs that we we picked up... um, at the uh, Spooky Empire that Mackie won. We won them from Unearthed Films. Yes. Uh, we decided to do Lethal Force, which has been sitting here for a while, from 2001. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the, the cover is quite glorious, and we thought, hey, we should watch this. It's, it's a pretty badass cover. It yeah. is. It's really the best thing. So let's get a plot <laughs> summary out of the way, and then we can talk about 2001's Lethal Force. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. After his wife is murdered and his son kidnapped, a gangster is forced to betray his best friend, who is also a deadly killer, in this raucous, off-the-wall satire that is, to action films, what Scream is to horror movies. No, it's not. If if Scream was extremely low budget and made by somebody just out of film school, then yes. Mm. Yeah. As Ex- far as, well, extremely low budget. Yeah. Sure. Very low budget. Yes. And super referential. Micro budget. Yeah. Teeny, teeny and, budget. And, and, Red. Scream wasn't nearly as referential to everything as this movie is. Uh, are you sure about that? Okay. Yes. All right. Just about everything in this movie is a reference to something else. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, one of the big selling points, mm-hmm. other than Force being in the title. Special which, edition? No, every, everything, that, everything with Force in the title has a leg up on just about everything else. But Sure. Mm-hmm. Except this. Runtime. How long is that runtime on there? Oh, three or four minutes. 67 minutes? <laughs> 70 it says minute 70 movie. minutes, but I... That's with credits. It did not run that long. No, I think it was more like 57 minutes. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is... is it, yeah. Is, is that, does that take the cake for shortest movie we've seen? It it just might. It might. Yeah. That's that's Because I think short. even Rock and Roll was longer than this movie. Just by Also from it. Unearthed Films. Yeah, <laughs> Unearthed Films. <laughs> Producers of the shortest movies ever. Well, no, DVD rights buyers. Right, the yes, shortest they own ever. the shortest movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, somebody, so, t- somebody take this. Some I, of I, you I, did not like this movie. Yes, there's a couple people in here who really didn't like it. Yeah. And there are others who liked it. Yeah. Okay. So, well, please, please tell well, us we why can, we You can like probably this. figure out which of us liked it <laughs> and which of us did not. We were split right down party lines. Yeah, pretty much. Sure. Down couch Party lines, lines too. Yeah. Couch lines. <laughs> Front row, back row. Mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. row liked it. Okay. Back row did. Yeah. Um, There's really not... I mean, plot-wise, it's it's really hard to describe because it's so just scene-to-scene goofiness. Yeah, but, but plot-wise, for the most part, it is exactly as Harlow just described. Yeah. It's this guy who... His son and his wife get kidnapped. Well, mm-hmm. they, they kidnap him to force him to take yeah, out his best friend. to force him to get his best friend but you get so little backstory on anybody that you don't it takes a long time to figure out who your main character that you're supposed to be rooting for is is there one because it jumps around a bit in the beginning but uh there's jack yeah who's played by a guy with not too much enthusiasm and a suit that doesn't fit him right no especially when his wife gets shot in the face yeah (laughs) does not seem to care that much so sad well he goes to his happy Mm. place because he never admits that she's dead (laughs) yeah well it starts off with 
with Savage, as we find out, mm-hmm. who's played by Cash Flag Jr. That's a great name. Which is an amazing name. Uh, that is a good name. Like yeah. You should open a Cash for Gold place But, but with that name. he doesn't look like a guy that would be named Cash Flag Jr. No, he does not. Like, I thought it would, like, when you hear Cash Flag Jr., you think, man, that guy's going to be a big redneck some bitch. Yeah. But no, no, he's... Asian-American. Little Asian-American guy. Yeah. And uh, he does a hit on this one, you know, he kills a cop in an eye patch though we don't know that he's a cop at the time he wasn't wearing an eye patch (laughs) yes he was (laughs) what the cop who he killed was wearing the eye patch right yeah (laughs) oh two elevator gotcha okay (laughs) um by the way cassius flagarski yeah cash flag (laughs) i'd change it to cash flag if my name was cassius flagarski i would shorten my name to cash flag yeah well with a junior which is not his dad's name at all no well, there was probably a cash flag already on record. Mm-hmm. Oh, was there? <laughs> so he didn't want to be cash flag too. No, it was in, like it was like the, the cash IMDb. for gold places, but they take in old flags. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. cash for yeah. flags. But anyway, he <laughs> is savage, and he kills he kills this cop, and then the the woman who is I, I don't know if she's a witness or what, but she's got a gun on him. He's got a gun on her, and he just kind of it's like you gonna shoot me or what? Because that's pretty much the voice that he gives the whole movie. Right. Yeah. Well, he says, is. "What does he say?" He's like, "I'm." I'm mad, I'm bad. Oh, I have the quote right yeah, here. Uh-huh. I figured you did. My name is Savage. And lady, I'm mad, bad, and dangerous to know. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots her about 12 times. Yep. She tried to shoot him first. They, and they well, sure. At point blank range. Well, he dodged it. <laughs> yeah. He oh, dodged the he bullet. Because yes. <laughs> he's cash flag. Yes. Uh-huh. Actually, Savage. Savage. Not Savage. No. S-A-V-I-T-C-H. Right. Savage. Let's make that distinction. Mm-hmm. This guy is Latvian, Dutch, Hawaiian, and Nigerian, by the way. Oh, so, so he's actually the low not budget Asian Lou at Diamond all. Films. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like the only Asian he has is Hawaiian? Yeah. Polynesian. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So I, mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he's the he, he's Dutch Asian. <laughs> sure. Asian Dutch. Dutch Asian. I love the I Dutch know. Asian. <laughs> <laughs> They're good people. Yes. The Dutch Asians. Right. Dutch Asian hater. So <laughs> So from this point, it kills them, goes to that's when we get to is the, it? Jack getting, you know, finding out, oh, God. Well, he comes into his house, and there's a black dude with jerry curls and, no, and like, a jacket, but no shirt underneath. Yeah. They're kind of more it dreads, aren't like, they? I mean, they're... they're no, no, they're, 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 they're curls. It was a really bad... But it was giant, a, though. Like, they yeah, went down. Well, like, he had a long. giant yes. Rick James wig on. Yes, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, and and basically... One of the ones says, from the after Halloween sale. But he basically tells Jack, he's like, hey, if you want your family... You'll come with us. Yeah. And Jack proceeds to kill him. And then there's another guy sitting in the chair who's like their silent Bob, silent enforcer dude. Mm-hmm. I'd like to call him the silent protagonist because he's the only guy I liked. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that guy. He's pretty awesome. He's got, he's got like, he's an all black with like the trench coat type jacket. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really a trench coat, but it's more like a, just a jacket. Yeah, but it's and, an, and he's got a little tie. red bow tie. Yeah. His bow ties are cool. And he hair. gets up, doesn't say anything, cracks his neck, and then they get in. A poorly choreographed fight. <laughs> now, hold on. <laughs> but I, I it, it, it has yeah, to be budget, pointed out. Budget. Budget, sure, but they're not they're not poorly choreographed, they're poorly shot. The yeah. choreography okay. is actually pretty good, and it's better than a lot of other fight okay. movies. That was I will stand one point that I was going that I was going to mention uh to the positive column of this movie? Yeah, that was one tick I was going to give in the positive column for this movie. Was yeah. that the the martial arts were not the worst I've seen. No, I mean... They were decent. They flow like they're choreographed, obviously mm-hmm, choreographed, right. but, but it's a fault of the directing, really. Yeah, because it seems like each fight, there's usually one guy who knows what he's doing and the other one doesn't, yeah. kind of. And there are several instances where both dudes are pretty proficient in fake punchy-kicky mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, but there's a lot of I'm filming where it's like a guy, dojo. <laughs> a guy swings a leg and you can clearly see that it's like a foot away. Yeah. And then the other guy goes flying back. Sure. And, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so they get in a fight and he does some fairly decent moves and mm-hmm. basically, but pretty much whoops Jack's ass and they mm-hmm. drag him to the main bad guy who is. Uh, well, we do need to mention the drink, I think, because oh, he, yeah. the guy with the, the jerry curl offers Jack a drink and Jack looks at him and pours it out. And this is Jack's house. He pours it out on his own floor. Right. And ostensibly, they're his glasses as well. And mm-hmm. he just drops the glass yeah. on the ground, which breaks. Not a great move. And then silent protagonist uh, 
drinks his in one go after after the Jerry Curl guy is murdered mm-hmm. and kicks Jack's ass for about 30 seconds and then pulls one of those like legs stuck way out one leg stuck way out and the other leg you know bent down real close to the floor and reaches behind himself and grabs the remaining drink on the coffee table mm-hmm. and then looks at Jack and drinks it <laughs> and then sets it back down and then it's business time again yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That like, guy when, is when cool. he, yeah, when he fights, it's fun. Yeah. You know, and it's the fact nice that he's silent, it's 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 interesting. Like, this guy doesn't say anything; he's just all business. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Business. Office. He only shows up one other time in the movie, and then he's mm-hmm. done. Yeah. The other best scene in the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but it's what you realize as it goes is it's a movie populated with a lot of cool ideas that they don't necessarily pay off on in some respects, but in a lot of others, I think they kind of do. But uh, they. What what turns out is they bring Jack to the bad guy who's this paralyzed dude in a wheelchair and always wearing sunglasses and always talking very monotone towards everyone over. and being hunched over. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, and that's when you see his whole team of all his henchmen or guys in white masks that are like the Jabberwockies. And they, they're just your disposable cannon fodder for the rest of the movie. You know that all these guys are going to get killed in various ways. Yeah, it's and so all they of them can, are the same guy. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so you can have three guys get beat up and then three more guys run around the corner and it's the mm-hmm. same guys because that's... Yeah. And it saves on, you know... Yeah, you don't need a cast on, of thousands when you got three guys in masks. It, it's it's the whole El Mariachi, everyone uses the same gun mm-hmm. thing, so that makes it easy to have interchangeable henchmen yeah. throughout. So, smart move. Sure. But there's uh, there's one black dude... Who's kind of like, he's not the Jerry Curl dude. He's just like a normal, just big black dude in a suit. Doesn't he have a big fro? Big fro yeah, and a devil. Well, yeah, there's big fro shows yeah. up later. Yeah. And there's just the one dude who's like guarding the door. And then oh, there's, that guy. And then yeah. there's that, that dude's bald. Yeah. And then wheelchair guy has a girlfriend who's. Aunt Rita. Yeah. He calls herself Aunt Rita. And she has like skin tight green. I don't know if they're even like spanks or they're like just, they're leggings, just like spandex uh, pants, but they're not doing her any favors. Let's put it no, that way. No, and they're that that foul, offensive neon green, eighties mm-hmm. green. Yeah. yeah, this movie was made in two thousand one. No one wears that green, of course. Hey, it's cheap. Well, she wears it's that cheap green. when you go to find. It. I guess when you, you need go, to buy costumes. When you buy your wardrobe at the Goodwill, that's what they got. Yeah. So he meets them, and they basically say, "Hey, here's your wife and daughter." And then they promptly smack them both in the head with a gun. And mm-hmm. then you cut to outside where they've got the wife sitting on the ground and they they barely even say anything to him, really. He And he's just kind of like, all right. And they shoot the wife and he's kind of like, huh. Well, <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind, don't shoot my kid. If, if you know, if, if it's cool. It's not too much trouble. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, all right, so are you going to help us? He's like, I guess. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, I could have led with that. Like, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that might have worked if you asked before you shot my wife in the head. But you, Did you shoot my wife. <laughs> yeah. So this this gets us to the point where he has to somehow make a meeting with Savage, and they meet up at some park where there's like a buried statue that yeah. it's like one of those cool settings. It's like you know they drove yeah. by that and said we need to set a scene here somehow. But that, that looked like there's a replica of there's another statue that looks almost exactly like that in DC. But it's like nice in a nice park, and it looks mm-hmm. like a scene appropriate. It's not like in this empty vacant lot like that. Well, this yeah. was sort of filmed Baltimore DC area. Well, so the one I've seen, well, maybe they've I don't know, maybe they moved it or something because like the one I saw was in a cool park, and it's like a rounded old oak tree. And oh. this was like literally in the middle of nowhere next to a river. Maybe this was yeah. the test statue yeah. for the nicer. <laughs> it might have been. But yeah, it's like a buried like there's a hand coming out of the ground and a face that's like screaming. Yeah, it's, it's called, called it's the awakening. Yeah, the awakening. Yeah. Yep. Here it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I think that was actually filmed well on the location of wherever this. Yeah, it must be. Uh, Haynes Point Tidal Basin, Washington D.C. All right, sweet. So, so there you go. It was the real one, I guess. Yeah. But they meet there, and Savage is just like, "Nah, I'm. De- why'd you even bring me here?" Because he sees Big Bertha, who is the the, the big fez. Chick- the big chick in a suit and a fez. Yeah, sure. Who is just. When when they first bring Jack in, when she is laughing meet. maniacally at him and doesn't stop. No, does not stop. <laughs> even even after they go downstairs, no, it's just she pauses yeah. for half a second to breathe and then just keeps laughing. Yeah, it's just 
one of those quirky things that they've tacked on mm-hmm. along the way. Mm-hmm. But this is a, like when when Savage when Savage is walking away from Jack and Jack runs up to catch up with him to kind of you know be like, hey man, come on, I need I need you to do this job for me, <laughs> and he he hits him on the shoulder, <laughs> and then the film stops <laughs> and plays like what I can only describe as like a romantic theme. Yeah. And they just cut to faces of them, like <laughs> looking soulfully at each other. Mm-hmm. Well, it keeps crossfading between the yeah. two and yeah. their faces are in the same position on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like three times. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay. I'll help. Okay. You. Like, yeah, yeah, we, we got well, history or right. something. That's <laughs> like, that's just straight out of John Woo movies. Is that cheesy? You know, like, let's show <laughs> these like guys that. have a bond. I know, it's well, not, no, like, not that, like that, but, that but, but it's that same theme that you right. have running through those movies where it's like, these guys may not be friends now, but they have a bond. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's like, it's just, it's it's an homage, but it's also hilarious just the way it plays out because they just keep cutting back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, it's like, well, this cheesy is, music what is plays. this? What is happening here? Yeah. But uh, from there on, that's when... Uh, <sighs> Well, they go to the worst strip club in the world. Yeah, that's basically. when they go to the strip club, and, and which Bertha runs. Yeah, and she's she's torturing some girl with a curling iron, and <laughs> they bust into the office, and Savage starts torturing her with a cor- curling iron, and then it's revealed that it was all a setup, and and Jack's actually weak with the other guys, and that's when uh, Savage throws pennies at them, <laughs> and yeah. they all fall over. <laughs> yeah, well, we also skip the other fight with with Silent Guy. Was that because they they pick them up and they go to they're going to meet someone somewhere, and they have the three giant dudes like they're not into shikis but they're wearing shirts that look like them. Oh, that's right. They're and they're guys, like they're like where are you from? They're like Wisconsin, Wisconsin. But they're all speaking like Swahili or something. You know, right. it's something. It's supposed to sound African. Yeah. And then, and then the guy. Then after they they go into like just an abandoned house or something. They meet and then as soon as they walk in the door. Savage turns around and just shoots the three of them. Right. And Jack's like, what, what? Jack's like, what the fuck are you doing? They're going to kill like, us. Yeah. He's like, they definitely weren't from Wisconsin. He's like, well, how do you know? He's like, I heard what they're speaking. <laughs> they're most likely Minnesotan. <laughs> the deadliest killers on the planet. And he goes into the speech about <laughs> how, Min- how Minnesotans are not to be trusted. <laughs> right. And they're the most savage people on the planet. Mm-hmm. And that's when silent protagonist dude just jumps yeah, into the scene. Jumps and- in with an Uzi, gets the Uzi kicked out of his hand. <laughs> right. And then they have a very long protracted fight where they both get to do cool poses. And he does like silent dude does that one move where he like changes his stance. But the way he like, I, I almost want to describe it as prancing when he turns to himself to the side. It's like when you hit a button, when you're playing a fighting game and your character just changes stances for some mm-hmm. reason, it's like, that's what he does. It's just like, I'm going to, okay, now I'm fighting this other way. Yeah, but he gets his sunglasses knocked off at one point and then does that. He does the yeah. stretch pose again and then reaches mm-hmm. behind him just like he did with the drink, but pick up the sunglasses mm-hmm. and then deals with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a point where, where Savage throws the can of paint thinner yeah, at him thinner. right when he starts shooting and catches him on fire. And and then he kind of stands he, around waving his waving his arms while yeah. he's on fire. He's and, actually on fire. Yeah. So. They, they did lit, light this dude on fire. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. CG. So and then there's something. <laughs> Savage kind of gives him a uh, stunt. I guess I got to kill you now. Yeah. And so he shoots him to death. Well, he, he had thrown <laughs> the Uzi. silent protagonist guy had thrown his Uzi type mm-hmm. thing away. Right. And it just happened to land in Savage's hands. Sure. As like, many things do. Yes. Eh, I guess I'll kill you. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he's dead. And that's when they go to the club. Okay. And, and that's, that's when, when the, the movie burning. ends. And that's. No. Yeah. Yep. End of no, movie. there's one more thing you guys Second liked. Half. But they they then it goes into this weird scene where there's a dude with messed up teeth and there's a girl interviewing. They're like, "Don't look at the dude's teeth." That and then so the bartender gives joke. like this origin story for this guy, and it's like, you don't need any of this. Yeah. But then you realize the movie's only seventy minutes, they so you it. probably did need that. <laughs> well, yeah. it's because they wanted to do their really stupid thing, which I can't yeah, believe actually happened. He wa- the guy walks outside <laughs> for a cigarette. <laughs> The, the messed up uh, teeth guy walks out for a cigarette, uh, goes to light the cigarette, and somebody who does the uh, Nicolas Cage leaving Las Vegas, like, light the matches without taking them out of the mm-hmm. matchbook thing, mm-hmm. and holds it up, and just as, about, as he's about to light him, kicks him in the face, dude falls down, and then he reaches to his mouth. And his and mouth his, is all perfect. His, his teeth yeah. are perfect. Yeah. And he gets up with it, and he pulls out a mirror, and he's like, <gasps> and then gets kicked in the face again, and all his teeth fall out. Yes. 
and that was the that was the that whole was, joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a good joke, went, but the setup say, took so long to get there. They went a very long time, a <laughs> Just long to way, get that and one it was. Joke. It, it was terrible. Well, come on, they, they the ride there was terrible, no, but it was did, worth it when the, we got there. The, the stripper bartender is telling the story, and the camera's slowly pushing in on her. She's going in about how the parents mm-hmm. went to every orthodontist in the world, and it, it was fine. It, it's a bad joke, but if you're going to do a bad joke, at least yeah. do it well. The payoff was was, but leading up to well, that, I mean, the, the whole scene, the strippers. I mean, like they do this weird cross cutting thing with these. Uh, I mean, I want the least enthusiastic dancing ladies. I want to be kind. I really do, but like these are, uh, yeah, the inserts are terrible. I mean, it's just these guys like, come on. I mean, I just mean the strippers are like barely dancing, and they're not super attractive, and and there's no removing of clothing going on. No, 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 and the guys are just like. Yeah, yeah, do it, dance get it, get push it harder. I don't know. They're just yeah. screaming yeah. weird, random things, and then it goes into this other mm-hmm. thing. And right. the girl comes in and tries out. Mm-hmm. She's like wearing a, a Russian hat, and she <laughs> yeah. gets a story, and that's that's why they start the teeth thing because she can't stop looking at the guy's teeth while she's talking. Uh, yeah. Right. So anyway, anyway, they they knock his teeth out, and that's when they go upstairs and they bust in on Chicken the Fez, mm-hmm. Big Bertha throws the pennies. Whoa. What he says to Bertha, she's like, where are my guys? He's like, they got sick. She goes, what, did they get the flu? He goes, no. Rigor mortis. <laughs> more, he goes, more like rigor mortis. Yeah. <laughs> We're closer to. Yeah, and then yeah. he starts burning her hand. Everyone busts in. That's when Jack turns on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He throws pennies at them and then starts, and then this is the chase where he runs away and they're in a parking garage. And he, Well, he does fight some strippers because like, the yeah. strippers oh, hold his yeah. arms down and then the Russian chick's going to fight him and yeah. she keeps taking off her clothes as she's fighting him. And and it just keeps getting goofier and goofier. It, it, yeah, it, it like, does That's get when goofy. it goes like it's almost doing like the Jackie Chan goofy thing. Well, yeah. it just, I mean, but like, oh God. I mean, it's just so painfully unfunny and everything. Because, I mean, he kicks her across the room. She lands like splayed across the wall and then like the camera zooms in on her ass because yeah. she's wearing a G-string. Yeah. Well, I it's like just when dumb. she jumps then, on top of him and, and like he's she holding turns both her ankles above his head. I know, but I mean, well, no, she, 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 off she goes to do like a jump kick and yeah. land on him but and he grabs her by the ankle. He's just holding her off. <laughs> you guys are looking at this movie from like a weird rose-tinted glasses thing. I mean, no, like, I'm looking at it from a, I enjoyed this I movie. Enjoyed that. <laughs> but you're skipping every bad, uncomfortable, weird, stupid thing in this nah, movie. Nah. Like I said, because of like not only does it do the weird long hover on her ass shot, then she like turns and like does a little smirk to the camera and it's just like, the fuck is going on in this movie? And then she, like you said, she flips over and he catches her on the yes feet. I, holding. This movie I thought that is... was funny. I thought that part was funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm in uh, your yeah. camp. On this. <laughs> know that I am just, not. I'm just, not we'll, acknowledging. We'll, any, I'm just saying as a we'll round, get to all this at the end as yeah. a well-rounded right. review. You're you're. It's like you're skipping to the We're, funny thing to we'll funny get thing to this with at the end. Okay, I'm just right. talking about the notable stuff. All right. Yeah. All right. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> So I'm just, angry. I, yeah. So yeah, they so they angry. end up running into like an empty parking garage, mm-hmm. and that's when <laughs> they he they catch up to him, and and they finally just by pointing a bunch of guns at him, and yeah, he takes one of them out, but then tries to like he tries to run across and shoot at him, yeah. and jumps behind and sucks a barrier, at shooting, even though he's yeah master assassin or right, whatever. Yeah. So, but he's got his gun in one hand and the clip in the other, and they're holding him by the by the arms yep. and bringing him up to Jack. And yeah. Jack's like, "Drop the clip," magazine, which is dumb. <laughs> All right, and he does, and then kicks it back up and into the gun. Yeah, he can. and then he shoots the dudes who are holding him. I like that. you guys love that. <laughs> I know I like that. That was the I, last I, point I, this movie had. You was that scene. yes, that was the last good thing. Yeah, everything else because was it's the one of those worst. things where he's like. Well, no, there's, well, there's something was going to after that that happened. Yeah, you knew something was going to happen. Because, like, either he was going to kick the clip into his face. And or, it's just going to explode. Or, or sorry, the just... magazine into his face. <laughs> gone nuts. There's a difference. The movie called it a clip. Well, they're wrong. Well, it's a clip. They also made a lot of other wrong decisions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. It's a magazine, not so, a club. Eventually, he's got Jack. It's also a camera, and you should Superman point it. Superman's from Krypton. Oh, 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 okay. Well, well oh, I, I, for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, okay. Well, oh, let's let's oh, only talk about the good fight. things in the bad movie. Okay, let's 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 not hate on movies that we hate. Let's just you know. Let's let's do the fucking direction wherever we want to take. What's happening? This is a fucking terrible movie, and you're skipping everything that's fucking terrible about it. What the fuck was the words coming up on the screen? Pointless or whatever the fuck that was. I just forgot. I should because it's you're looking. You know, only the good parts of this movie. This movie you're is all, fucking you're only looking at the bad parts of it. <laughs> this movie is you're doing the same fucking thing. It's ninety nine percent terrible. 
Oh, no. No. No, 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 no. No, it's no. only like 75% terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's at least 80. At least no. 80%. Here's, here's the deal. I think... Turds. The That's movie what this feels, movie's made no, of. It feels like this movie is telling a joke, and either you're in on it or you're not. And I felt like I was in on it the whole time. And I got what they were going for, and I got where they were going. Yeah. And you obviously either... I don't think you weren't... Your opinion you is obviously were, no, wrong. You knew what they were doing. You just didn't like it. And I fell, I fell on the side of... I knew what they were going for, and it hit the centers of my brain that enjoy that sort of stuff. That enjoy, enjoy homages just, and know what they're doing. This is an extremely low-budget version of, uh, of the fucking Black Dynamite. It's what this is. And that, I didn't enjoy that. And that had money and talent. <laughs> and this was worse than that. And I, was, I like Black Dynamite. Okay. I'm saying, like, I don't, I don't, I'd rather watch a, like, my thing is don't spoof something, make it, make, be the real thing. Don't, like, turn to the camera and go, wink, you know, and go, ha ha. Yeah, but you know what? That a, was that thing from that thing. A $500 movie trying to play it straight would have been terrible. We would have gotten 15 minutes into it and said, shut this shit off. I wanted to. <laughs> I was 10 minutes into it and wanted to shut it off. Okay, but we've described five or six moments that were laugh out loud funny, and there's still one more, which is basically yeah. he's got Jack at gunpoint, and he's trying to shoot him, and they, they flash back to the good old days when first they, they yep. killed a dude together, which they enjoyed, and then it keeps flashing back to fucking Wait, World War Two, Counterfeiting money, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, Lighting was it World War II or was bills? it Vietnam? Well, no, it was black and white stock footage, so... But <laughs> I loved it. They go from stock footage to suddenly, like video footage of them but yes. it's been aged to look right. like black and white and shitty and they're just and massacring <laughs> japanese samurai and, and there's just a guy weird running other out on footage. fire yes. and they're just looking at each other and laughing <laughs> with, with cigars in mouth just grinning at each other blowing these guys yeah, because away. again that's when it kicks back to the john woo moment with the music where it's like right. cutting back between the faces it's gone back but then, to the ridiculously... then it's flashing back to all the stuff they've done right. in slow motion and yeah. like that's and they come back to the president, and and he's like, he's, the gun is shaky. He can't, he can't, he can't pull the trigger. It. He just bashes him in the face and leaves. Yeah. And then, then immediately is fine. Then right. immediately the guy is in a Saturn and <laughs> rams him off the side of a six-story <laughs> yeah parking garage. Right. He lands, gets up, and stumbles away. Yes, into a church where they catch him. They couldn't and, afford doves. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. needed some uh, when, they, when he they walked wa- into the church. You know they wanted doves. They're just like we can't afford church. them, and they're probably not going to fly up when we walk in anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> they didn't afford a dead duck, a real one, I think. <laughs> it probably was a At dead duck, end. and that was funny too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they, Chuck and I are just going to talk because these two okay. have shut down completely. I, uh, you got well, utterly shut down. And we've got two minutes and five seconds. Well, and we've skipped. <laughs> before I flip this table over. <laughs> and we skipped the backstory with the dude in the wheelchair too, as to why he wants Savage dead, which is that it was it was a assassination attempt where Savage <laughs> is in a, a mailbox, <laughs> and they do hiding the, in a mailbox. They do the Gremlins bit where he keeps the and guy keeps trying to put the letter in the mailbox, and Savage keeps throwing it out. And like the third time, the dude walks over and peeks in. <laughs> And Savage is just sitting there <laughs> with a gun the and just box. blam. Wait, that was supposed to be him? That yeah, that, that was, was, him, that yeah. was Savage. That, that was, was him. No, I know it was Savage, but I didn't know that was the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah he was, was wearing the, the same jacket. Same guy. Yeah, oh, that sorry. was the, that was the premise of the movie. That's why he wanted him dead. Okay, and that was I a pretty did, good I, side gag. There was nothing with that going on there that led to me to believe that was like a flashback or anything other than well, the guy in the wheelchair edited, like, in this scene was walking around. I didn't pay attention to the same guy. I didn't care. Okay. <laughs> Literally didn't care. All right. I, all right. <sighs> you See, hate I even this do, movie so much. <laughs> I didn't even do this to Hudson Hawk, man. And I, I probably <laughs> fucking should have. I hate this movie, but I I know there there are some things that I that I did like. So Yeah. I'm I'm still in your neighborhood. I haven't okay, moved hey, out of your neighborhood. Right. We'll I just to, we'll I'm just not ratings. living next to you. We should probably right. get yeah. to the ratings so yeah, we can well, save the friendship. We'll just <laughs> Yeah, the third act is basically he's caught and they start torturing right. him. The third act gets uncomfortably violent, like yeah, no longer like super, no longer wink wink violent, but just like almost that's what it's like repulsive violent, yeah, violent, like drills of the eyes and stuff like that. It's yeah. just, I mean, none of it's gory and it's all very low budget, but still, it's like, eh, you know, the the tone of the movie changes. But then, really towards the end, when it becomes this, when <laughs> well, yeah, well, they stab him through the hands or drilling into his head, yeah, and he's just like. 
and and he's like, how does it feel? Right. And he's like, I'll show you how it feels. <laughs> he just busts out of the and chair. He and he busts starts... out of the chair, like shoves the drill into the chick's head. Yeah, and... and he's deflecting bullets with the knives yeah. that are in his hands. <laughs> just <laughs> stabbing dudes and cutting heads off. Yeah, as if but... the movie hadn't gone completely insane. Right. Yet. But I mean, like the, the very end when like Jack and his kid are trying to escape and, and Jack gives his kid a gun and says, you know, go wait for your mother. He keeps telling the kid that the mother is alive. Mm-hmm. And so like Savage confronts Jack and he's got him, he stabs him. And then the kid comes around and that's when it really gets like, is the movie really going in this direction where the kid like is shooting at Savage and missing stop killing the dad horribly. And that's when he kills the duck (laughs) drops down. And then then Savage is like, all right, kid, I'm going to you've got five minutes to live. I'm going to kill you. And then it becomes, you know, good, bad and the ugly, Mm -hmm. Um, which direct rip off shots. Yeah. And then also ends rather unexpectedly. (laughs) Yeah. He, he puts one bullet in the kid's gun. Yeah, throws it to him. Says, yeah. "Let's go." Right. I'm going to count to three. And as and this is as the dad walks up behind him with the knife in his side, mm-hmm. throws it at Savage. Savage catches it in his mouth, <laughs> flings it, back. flings it back into Jack's forehead, right. and then the kid shoots Savage, and half his head explodes. explodes. <laughs> and we're just like, like, huh? It's <laughs> it's so violent. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's like, well, well all right. It's like, wow. You, what? Yeah. And and the movie's also gotten to this point, too, like, where dudes are getting stabbed and shot. They just become, like, geysers of blood. Oh, yeah. It, complete with, like, this sort of, like, fizzy sound of, of like, opening yeah, up a two-liter bottle of something. It's the blood hose inside. Yeah. And, I mean, a couple times, it's like, they don't go off right away, and the yeah, camera the sort of lingers back. on a guy. You're like, he's, he's like, stay in front of the camera until the blood goes, and he's mm-hmm. like, ah, I've been stabbed. Oh, there goes the blood. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then it ends with an extended tease for, <laughs> for a sequel. Yeah, where the guy for comes, Lethal Force 2. Where yeah. the guy that half a head is supposed to come back. Right. Somebody strikes Savage back. strikes back. Yeah. Boy, you just hate satire. You just... <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. All right. Let's it's... get everyone's ratings on this. Much like poorly done comedy, poorly done satire. Which is a form of comedy. Yeah, so I say. mean. Yeah. <laughs> There are enough moments that I liked in this movie to save it from the, the inevitable five bags that Harlow will give it. Um, but I still, like, I couldn't even get angry enough somehow to throw my notebook into the TV. It's got to be three bags. I it's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, right. there. You can put together. You can put together a three-minute clip of this movie with. The funny stuff mm-hmm. and the other 54 minutes of this movie is just cringe and sleep. I mean, I'd <laughs> rather... Cringe and sleep. Yes. Cringe and then sleep. I know the All feeling. Right. <laughs> so, three bags. Three bags. Force does not a movie make. Oh. You need more than just force in your title? You do. I see. <laughs> Fair enough. I will go ahead and give it two jocks. I, I I understand the world of low-budget filmmaking, and if they had played this straight, it would have been dreadful. Terrible. So I appreciate the attempts at humor that they did. I would say the majority of the attempts at humor failed, and then there were a few times when they attempted straight-up drama that flat-out failed, but there were enough goofy bits in it that are memorable enough to stay with me, and it's not going to hold up with any major motion picture or mm-hmm. you know it's not that it's not competing on the same level judging it's it not for to. what it is for yeah. what it was is this you know basically a student film i gotta give them credit there was there the the music is good the choreography was good there were some good jokes in it it was an hour long <laughs> yeah we didn't even get into the music yeah which, music, which well, yeah we did would explain part of the intro sure but music's good <laughs> there's a lot of repeated bass lines going on in that movie yeah that one How's it go? Funky Bossa Nova. Yeah. That always, that's how you know that there's about to be action because it goes, that's, that's all you need. But that, I mean, that was like the only song in that movie. It. No, there was the dramatic, we are brothers. Music. Oh yes. That. Right. There was only one distinctive piece of music in that movie. Okay. All right. Now, 
so I, I don't know. If, I've seen lots of student films, so that's not really the issue. And I and I would judge them differently than I would judge other movies. They aren't on DVD. They aren't a thing. Those aren't seen by anybody. And there's a reason for it because they're terrible. Even the best of student films are not generally something that warrants anything more than a, an extra on somebody's a real movie. In class, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's like I'm not going to grade this on a handicap uh, of, of real filmmaking or anything thereof because it's on a DVD. Because it's a thing. It's like it's people. Put it's an this actual out. produced movie. Yeah, people thought this was like worthy of other people seeing. I mean, nobody pushes their student films. They so usually because try to it played bear- a few independent film festivals. That it's just it's it, it it's I'm what I'm saying is like you're you're saying that it's a level of a student film and I should look at it that way. No, I'm not saying you should do anything. No. Okay, I'm saying how I looked at it. Okay, well, I mean, even as a student film, this is pretty terribly made and would probably get bad grades if you were grading it on any sort of student filmmaking basis. Well, sure, because it's not pretentious or bullshit. No, 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 yeah. because it's, <laughs> it's, it's poorly is- made. It's poorly edited. There's there's weird... There's no... Well, there's, number one, there's no protagonist. There's no story whatsoever. There's who... I mean, I don't understand who you're supposed to root for or like in the movie at all. The dialogue was pretty... At all. With the exception I mean, of two lines, was I, pretty terrible. I mean, is there is there anybody that's supposed to be likable? The violence. Okay. Not really. And, and it's funny because I can't argue any of the things you say, and the things you're saying right now are usually the things that make me hate movies. Yeah. And I, I just, just couldn't... I enjoyed this too much to do that. But it's just... It's the weird things that completely take you out of the movie that, that more or less took me out of the movie. I mean, it, it might have rated a one or two jocks if it had just stayed... On some sort of level, like I mean, like if if you're gonna play as if you're gonna play it as a satire, play it as a straight satire. What's what's with the extreme moments of of low budget violence? What's with the weird letters on the screen? What's with the weird blurry vision it goes into in the middle of the there's, chase? There's your little bit of pretentiousness is the letters on the screen and the talking to Christ. Oh yeah, there's, there's the <laughs> subtitles <laughs> oh, with Christ. Oh, well, you cannot there's say that's pretentious. pretentious. There's your pretension. Christ, Christ offers him, him a cookie. cookie. Yeah. And then what about what about him not call that pretentious? Yes, yes, I can. But it goes into the weird blurry dream vision Uh, when he's running away with the the kid. That was weird and dumb. I don't. Those are the things I don't understand. And then there's the ancillary weird side stories that have no payoff. (laughs) So what's your rating? uh, Four bags. Four bags. Yeah. All right. I mean, I just yeah. I, based what, based on some of is, that. What are you going to give? It? I would say that you know, I mean, if we have to judge it against something, judge it against the other unearthed film we watch, which was Rock and Roll, mm-hmm. and this is a hundred times more entertaining than Rock and Roll. I would I, watch this movie yeah. on a loop for the rest of my life if faced with this or Rock and Roll ever again. Yeah. So I would, and I it's not. a thing on a disc, and I so know. what? But I <laughs> enjoyed it because I. I guess it just, it clicked with me. And sometimes you can't explain why something clicks with you. Because like you just said, all the things you're describing, like, you know, the editing being poor, the protagonist not being clear, you know, basic structural things that usually are the things that turn me off. I didn't care about those. It never bored me. It consistently entertained me. I was laughing at stuff, even if I wasn't supposed to be laughing at it. And (laughs) I just, I, I enjoyed this. So much more than you, and I, I don't... Usually we agree, but I don't know why it ended up this way, but I'm going... I mean, it's... I'm going three jocks, but it's a low three jocks. You know, it's weird to give it the same rating as Megaforce, but I'll tell you what, there was no hour-long section in the middle where I was like, all right, get to it mm-hmm. in this movie, because this movie, movie just hour. keeps going. <laughs> yeah. But there was no section in here. There's no 20-minute bullshit, let's explain all everything stuff. Like, even the backstory stuff was entertaining as shit. The only time this movie went to hell was when it was that scene outside with the the green pants lady and the dude where they just oh, had yeah. that long drawn out like explanation as to the character motivation and everything yeah, that and like, in this straight movie, up drama. long and drawn out is like 3 minutes. Sure. Yeah. But it was it was 3 minutes of oh they're trying to be super serious here and mm-hmm. it did not work. It did not work at all and if they had tried to do that at any other point in this movie yeah, it would have been like, a honestly, lot more painful. That's, this movie played straight. Is yeah. that scene right for everything? Yeah, which is why it wouldn't work that way. And I just, I it clicked with me. I can't explain why, but I enjoyed it. I would like to give the cover of this movie <laughs> three jocks. Oh, yeah. All right. Congratulations. Cover of Lethal yeah. Force. The cover of the movie gets three jocks, maybe four. Uh huh. 
So it covers bad ass. I just, I, I, I mean, you say like playing it straight would be terrible, but that's what Andy <laughs> Sedaris movies are with maybe a few more dollars, obviously a few more for explosions, but that's what exactly what they are. I don't, I, the, you're telling the, me these, a movie where a guy in a speedo throws a bladed Frisbee at a dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're, we're talking playing it straight Two totally different levels. Straighter. I mean, it, it lives in I its love world. Bladed frisbee. <laughs> it lives in its world. This is like this is constantly doing yes, a wink, the wink, tone nudge, is, nudge. The tone shifts wildly in this movie. Like sure, I said, absolutely. I wouldn't consider an Andy Sedaris movie satire. It is. It is. It is what it's. This is what that's trying to parody almost. And this is trying to be a parody of those. It's not. It's not. It's simply. I don't even know if it's trying to be a parody all the time. It's. It's just an overall general satire of action stuff. It's like action movie guys get beat to hell and are still okay at the end. And this movie mm-hmm. takes it to another level of fucking drilling holes in his head and having him fall six stories off a building and, and being okay. No, they didn't drill the holes hand. in yeah. his head. They put, they put a <laughs> spinny piece of metal <laughs> up to his head that yeah. poked out. Yeah. Well, the it's back a, of the, it's a hard thing to pull off. We have a producer a, in the house, which <laughs> the rating given is one jocks. She was, she was back there with, uh, with, with me and Chuck, yeah, on the on the fun couch, <laughs> couch that enjoys fun. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in a goddamn <laughs> beanbag chair. If that is not the happiest chair no. you can sit in, so you were having too much fun. The beanbag chair was more fun. That, but if you'd been on the couch, you'd have been a little bit of fun. With us. Oh, okay, <laughs> you'd been I would have, it up I would have the known the sadness of sitting in a regular chair, and that would have seemed happy to me. Yep. I see. Exactly. Uh, okay. Harlow had his own goddamn recliner. I did. That Sad is the recliner. second happiest chair. <laughs> and I tried to pull a BJ. I tried to fall asleep. But I'm number one, I'm not tired at all. <laughs> and number two... You woke up ten minutes before I got here. every time I started, like, there's something loud would happen, and I'd be like, oh. Yeah, I, I yeah, did... Good movies I do did, that. I did wink off a little <laughs> bit, and, uh, wink. Uh, and... You two chuckle fuckers laughing in the back row <laughs> is what woke me up. Yeah, oh, that movie is sorry. <laughs> sorry for Shut enjoying Shut up next time it. I'm trying to sleep through a okay. bad movie. You need to put up some sort of signal. I, apparently I do. <laughs> I'll just shine my flashlight at you guys when I'm going to sleep. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, Chuck and I enjoyed it. Silent Jen enjoyed it. But it, it is very much, you, you're going to know within the first 10 minutes whether you're going to be able to sit through this movie or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because it is very much not for all tastes. So I, I would say you you will know the tone immediately, like that opening shot of the two sets of feet in the alley where it's implied that Savage just jumps up in the air and does like kicks for 30 seconds and then lands back down while the other guy falls over. Mm-hmm. That that really sets the tone right there. That's when I knew what this movie was going to be going for. Yeah. And I was like, OK, I'm OK with this. Let's do this. And, and I'll say on a different night. In a different mood, I probably would be sitting in Harlow's seat right now. Maybe. I'm on vacation. It. Fuck it. It's yeah. a great movie. Five jocks. <laughs> so, I'm going to murder you. I've been on a month-long vacation. I still don't like it. Yeah, but you're... Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break and fight it out. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll be back to talk about more recent movies and stuff. And welcome back. Hey, hey, it's half number two. Let's agree on something. Okay, the second half. Yes, let's all agree on something, shall we? That it's the second half. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yay! Fantastic. Hooray! Yeah, yeah. So, how was your weekend? Oh, it was a great weekend. Oh, it was super, super weekend. What'd you have? What'd you have for lunch? Uh, turkey sandwich. Really? Mm-hmm. What did you have for lunch the day before that? Uh, chicken the, nuggets. Yeah, chicken nuggets. Oh, oh I had some pizza. Chicken McNuggets. Those are good. Man, those are all pretty good. I had pizza for I lunch yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Good. It was good. Al's uh, Deluxe. Oh. Yeah. What's on the Deluxe? Um, everything. Pretty much everything. There's yeah. there's sausage. Like human and there's, flesh? There's almost human flesh. There's black olives and there's uh, bell peppers and cheese. Ears. And ears and mushrooms. <laughs> mm. Mm. Tomato sauce. There's a little bit of bread underneath all that. That's good. It's called a crust. Yeah. Crust. It's oh, delicious. Crust. Yeah. You know you need a good pizza stone in order to really get that correct. We do. Because if you don't have that, then... Well, it's it's all for naught. I, I usually mean, really, I usually let disastrous. the disastrous. I usually let the professionals handle it. 
you know they've they've got the experience and i just <laughs> i just don't make i just don't make pizza that often in my home i know what you mean well you so, should really get a wood like, fire uh, oven in your pizza in your in your pizzeria in your, what? your pizza right. oh. well pizzeria. i mean I, yeah because in your house yeah. i mean who doesn't want a pizzeria in well house? I, i'd like to but sure you know i don't at this point, hey, the, you cannot enjoy pizza unless you have a full-on pizzeria in your house. Right, this is true. The problem the, you have no the, right hey, to eat pizza. Otherwise, the problem is that there are so many craftsmen building stone artisans, ovens. If you will. Yeah, there are artisans that are building these Tuscan pizza ovens, mm-hmm. and they're so busy with all the other. And I just, I, I just can't you, get one. Well, in what the, you, what you on the waiting list, but it's, it's so, not working. You need out. to go so and steal yourself one, and then you could be a Tuscan raider. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on that note, on that note, <laughs> let's get some contact information. Right. <laughs> Sand people. All right. We they, they walk in single file. Hide their numbers. We should Shut take up. a voicemail. <laughs> That's hey, we why it only seems like there's one listen contract. To a voice we have mail. a voicemail from uh, uh, Sunny Otaku, California. Here. Uh-huh. Hey, Cast. This is Sunny California calling about your um, the recommendation from a listener. The video game that he was talking about is called Suikoden, the Japanese uh, turn-based RPG, and the guy you were talking about, I believe, was Qiaoxian. So, yeah, if you need anything else pronounced in any other Tibetan Chino language, give me a call. Have a great day. I like them Ninja Gaidens. <laughs> it's not Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. It's Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. It's Gaiden. Ninja Gears of War. <laughs> if I can't pronounce the name of your video game, it's probably not going to do well. Okay. You right. know what does well? Call of Duty. Uh-huh. Black Ops. Duty. Call of Duty. There's kind of no doubt on the pronunciation of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Black Ops. Is there? You, you. No. Duke Nukem. Forever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they got the name right, at least. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyhow, back to the video game podcast. <laughs> so, Sui Coden, huh? Sui Coden. Sui Coden. That sounds much better hey. when you say it that way. I don't even know what accent I went into. That was good. Yeah, Whatever it was. Yeah. It was exciting. Yes. So now we know. I would like to apologize. <laughs> if ever that comes up again, forever. Sui Coden. Sui Coden. Sui Coden. Sounds great. Yep. Sui Coden. So I have, I have a Segway movie <laughs> to talk about very briefly. Okay. A movie about Segways? Yes. Ooh, what? Go for it. Uh, no, I, I, it had been a very long time since I've watched any of the sequels, and... One of the movie channels was running Karate Kid 2 and then Karate Kid 3. Hooray Ooh. and boo. <laughs> uh, and I will have to say that I now have to amend my list of, of best sequels ever made. And I say Karate Kid is as good or better than the first one. In fact, Karate actually, I would say that it uh, it probably actually leaves you with a slightly better feeling. I mean, the, the, end of, the feeling you have at the end of the first one is pretty good. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the end of the, like, the second one, when it's actually life and death on the line... I think I, I felt a little bit more happy when it was over. It was good stuff. All right. I'm just saying, like that's a that's an excellent sequel that I forgot how. Yeah, good and he it smashes is. the ice. Uh huh. Yeah, it's so good. I've always held them both in high regard. Sure. And but, two's got that Peter Cetera song, dude. D- damn straight, it does. Yeah. I am the one who will fight <laughs> for <laughs> your honor. Yeah, that's the one. But uh, and uh, you know what, Karate Kid Three, not as bad as everybody remembers. It is just a. It's weird. Though. It's a. Almost direct remake of the first one. Yes, with a thirty-year-old yeah. Ralph Macchio, which is a little odd. Yeah, and that it, one dude was like, like dedicated his later. life to ruining it was Ralph Macchio's later. life. Yes, he did. yeah, but it's, it's just weird. it's just this weird retread that didn't need it. It, it didn't I, go in I an I interesting concur. direction. I concur. I'm just saying it, it's not as bad as everybody seems to remember. Yeah, I mean, I do like that Martin Cove was sort of like back and uh-huh. more pissed off than ever before. <laughs> it, it does some interesting things. Like there's there's some memorable scenes, like the climbing down the thing to get the. Uh, bonsai tree and all yeah. that. I mean, there's some there's some decent scenes in it. Sure. Anyway, not as good. All right. Did yeah. you watch next Karate Kid after I, that? I, I did not. They did not finish with that. Oh, icky. How about the <laughs> remake? I have not seen that yet. Gross. Oh. I've heard <laughs> okay. it was good, but Maybe I have not it seen is. it. All right. So yeah, it's Karate Kid two and three. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard their movies. Yes. You can view them. Who else saw a movie or two or three? I saw three movies. Wow. One like, of which was like, like three movies. Um, I watched the History Channel presentation of Hatfields and McCoys. How was that? Surprisingly good. Who was the guy that was in that? There's the guy that, that Kevin Costner guy was yes. in it. He I've was, heard of him. He was Hatfield. Okay. And everyone's favorite, Bill Paxton. 
Yeah. He was Crazy McCoy. Crazy. Is that a first Damn name? Is that his first name? No. Add him to the pinball table. Damn it, Jim. And Tom Berenger was in there. Hey. Uh, about as not drunk as I've seen him in a long time playing a drunk character, which was sort of interesting. He was actually like on point and focused, but his character was sort of a drunk. So that was fun to see. Mm-hmm. Good uh, job. Everyone had crazy beards. That's always good. Uh, this is just a great historical perspective on the whole dude bro male posturing bullshit that has permeated all cu- our culture forever. Because basically it's all just like a fight over a tuna fish sandwich and then it just turns into come at me bro and then they all kill each other. Uh, really? A tuna fish sandwich? N- not really. I'm oh. picking on Fast and Furious. But <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's don't, that, don't chuck. It's, it's equivalent. Bro, it's bro, equi- it, bro. Hey, do not bite your thumb at me. I... <laughs> It, it's it's just that at some point during this, you just wanted to reach in the TV and strangle everyone for not just stopping this nonsense. It's just one little nonsensical thing after another that finally just leads to murder. And then it's all bets are off at that point. It just instantly mm-hmm. becomes like we're putting a posse together. We're going to murder them. And then that was an unlawful murder. And you just did. So now we're going to draft. We're going to hire all these bounty hunters and they're going to come kill you. And then those bounty hunters are only licensed in the state of Kentucky, so they couldn't come to West Virginia. Now we're going to come and kill you. Uh, And it's crazy that it's all real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's insane. And and there there would be certain members of each family who would be like each family sort of had like one or two breakout family members who were like, you know, hey, let's let's knock this off. And they were always the ones who would just get shit on and and you know just the family would ostracize them and so but uh it was directed by kevin reynolds which explains why kevin costner was in it because they mm-hmm. worked together a lot but mm-hmm. so, so is it just like a like was it a two-hour deal or something no it's or? six hours oh six hours Jesus. yeah it's it was three two-hour chunks it's fucking lonesome Over. dove dude. yikes yeah it's it's on that level i mean i i don't think it's as good as lonesome dove i think lonesome dove is still probably the pinnacle of of tv miniseries westerns that kind of thing um but I mean, quality wise, it's it's really well done. Um, they obviously didn't need, need a lot of money. There's not like sets or anything. It's just cabins and mm-hmm. woods. But you know, I mean, there's a lot of Civil Cabin War stuff in the, the woods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the twist. Uh, <laughs> so, like the, the Hatfields and McCoy should have learned from us because we had our differences and we're already back together. We are. We're not angry. exactly. Exactly. Just, you know. You just yell a little bit, then you're done. And yet there are already people on Twitter calling to thin yeah. the herd here. Okay. <laughs> yes, the, time to maybe thin the herd. I, you know, thin the herd. I mean, we can go, you know, jets and sharks outside if you guys really want to. Hey, all right. No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I want to fight people that fight me on pronunciation of stupid video games. Yes, let's I, all gang up on sunny California. <laughs> yeah, we are I'm united. united yes. <laughs> I was actually kind of more hoping for the dancing and less fighting things. For the me. dancing's You are a dancing queen. I, you know... <laughs> I'm only 17. Oh, dear. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, times, times, times two, times two, times two. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. oh yeah. that makes right. everything. Then, oh, shit, you're way too old for me. Yeah. <laughs> so you would recommend people see that? Oh, yeah. If it, like, are they rerunning it? or? I, I think it? during it, they were showing trailers for the Blu-ray. So, I mean, okay. it'll be out any time now. Um yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I didn't think I was going to be that keen on it. I didn't know what to expect of it. I thought it was going to be like this weird sort of like mixture of dramatic recreation and historical like talking heads and stuff. Because mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't imagine all these stars doing this big, long six hour movie for television. But yeah, yeah I mean, that, that's that's what it is. Start to finish. It's, that was you know, on History Channel, you yeah. said? Yeah, they've got stupid amounts of money right now. So. Yeah. Well, they used it. It's, it's, it's all yeah, that Axemen so, money. It's Pawn Stars and <laughs> Axemen. Right. And... Wait, Pawn Stars is on History Channel? History Channel it, means nothing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Like there's a It used to be the Hillary Channel guy yeah. show on yeah. History Channel. The Hillary Channel. Yeah. And they moved yeah, all they that to biography. Get away from Hitler, right. And then biography and, became something else. Well, they got like aliens and then apparently it's, <laughs> right. uh, History oh, Channel. Ancient aliens. Yeah. History Channel. Dude, that show's take. awesome. It's, aliens are part of history. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I guess. <laughs> They're not yeah. around anymore. I mean, no. I, I'm sure 1947 you, Roswell though they yeah. were. Right. I'm sure you're right. Yeah. Hey, good segue because I watched Paul. Oh, okay. Hey, <laughs> I had a segue out of that too. But go redhead. Right okay. It's about an alien. <laughs> yeah, named Paul. Oh, um, what a weird name for an alien. Yeah. How does he get the name Paul? Uh, it was the name of the dog that he killed when his spaceship crashed. Oh no, that's somewhat <laughs> morbid. <laughs> I yeah. don't like this movie. The movie treats it as a cute thing, but it's not. No, <laughs> that's not a cute he thing. He felt bad about it. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. 
the movie's fine. I mean, you know, it, it's one of those movies where, like, the next scene, like, someone pops up, and you're like, oh, it's that person. Great. Now they're along for the ride. And then the next scene's like, oh, it's this person. Great. You know, and it, it keeps doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, jokes are fine. You know, the special jokes. effects are decent. You know, I mean, it's, it's a nice little movie. I wanted to give it a special mention because the, the, the term butthorn actually made it into the dialogue at one point. Oh, yeah. I miss this? Yeah. It, okay. It's, it, it, Paul shouts it at one dude. He's like, watch where you're driving, butthorn. And I just have to give it credit for someone else working that into uh, dialogue in a movie. So you gave so, it a golf clap? Yeah. I was like, hey, all right. <laughs> so that's all I have to say about Paul. Okay. Yeah. I'm, you said we were going to fight over it. I was no, like, I just, I I just remember. We, I just, no, we've had discussions about it where yeah. you've been sort of disparaging towards I, I it. I was a little, I think probably just because I hold it in higher regard because it, you know, it's written by Simon Pegg and Nick yeah. Cross and it's just like, I expect, yeah, it I is, expect jokes on the level of Shaun of the Dead. It's you know? not. Yeah. It's not. They're not even in the same ballpark. No, right. Exactly. That's. I think that's why I'm down on it. It's yeah. just sort of like, oh, you've disappointed yeah. me. Yeah, but it is still better than a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's just when you hold it in that sure. canon of movies, it's like, oh, and, this I, is... and I have a hard time not doing that. Just when you take somebody, writer, director, whatever, who's sure. made something that's one of my favorites, it's like when they make something that's kind of, eh. yeah. And it's like when the Coen Brothers make a eh movie, everybody's like, oh, that fucking sucks, right? Because it, well, it's not that bad it's just eh. <laughs> yeah it's eh for the coen brothers yeah. but you know compared to other movies it's pretty good <laughs> you're disappointed in the a student for getting a b sure i guess yeah but like everyone or fucking hates the lady killers and i'm like there's some funny shit in the lady killers yeah or uh the clooney and zeta jones one whatever that intolerable, intolerable cruelty. cruelty that movie's yeah. great yeah. i don't understand why people don't like that movie that movie i i think like 10 20 years from now people will re- rediscover that movie that movie's fantastic so so anyway but you know it's not no country for old men so so boo to it's that not, movie how dare they make raising it raising arizona yeah it's just you know it's not fargo um did you want to oh my segue out of your uh hatfields and mccoys was uh i watched two movies with two of the people in that oh really yeah my two baseball movies i watched bull durham and major league oh dear <laughs> so there's your kevin Costner and your tom berenger how do those hold up uh you know what i i never really had a great love for i mean i've always loved major league just because it's highly mm-hmm. quotable it's probably one of the better sports movies oh, yeah. um yeah. Bull Durham is really fucking good. Like I, I, I had forgotten how good that movie is really? on so many different levels. Hmm. Like it's, I just think it's a, it's an interesting look. Like it was funny because I watched them in that order. I watched Bull Durham, then Major League, and it's mm-hmm. funny because it's like one's about spending your life in the minor leagues, and the other one's you know, yeah. the major league thing. And it's just it was a funny order to watch those in. Hmm. And and actually they came out on the movie channel that order. <laughs> oh. like, so somebody else was thinking the same thing, and I was like, I was like, oh, I watched Bull Durham because I haven't seen that since you know the nineties sometime, mm. and you haven't seen it forever. And then like you know it's like. Major League starting up. I'm like, oh, all right, <laughs> let's do another. I'm along for the ride yeah. here. They throw a league oh, yeah. of their own in at the end of that. I, I didn't stay around. I was like, Sandlot, Major League <laughs> Two, Sandlot. That's a good one. No, Major League Two. I think was on somewhere, and I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, chose not to do that. Come on, unexplained Randy Quaid for no reason. Major League Two. <laughs> there's there's never not a reason for Randy Quaid. I, this he's not even billed in that movie. Except it's for the just, fact he's that just he's hanging like, out in the stadium. <laughs> Except the fact he's like wanted in the U.S. He, or something. He's very odd. Well, the Hollywood, the Hollywood mafia is out to kill him. Yes, yeah. but no, I, w- I would now throw Bull Durham in, in as one of the better sports movies out there. I think. I, th- I just think it's an what about Karate Kid too? We're calling movie. a sports movie. Sure. Yeah, I wouldn't. Physical activity is a sport, man. Karate Kid. I would call the first one a sport movie with karate. I'll the kick second your one ass. is not as much. He's defending he her learns honor. His sport. <laughs> He was huh? the hero he, that he, she was dreaming. He of. adapts blood, his sport. It's a blood sport, but it becomes more like <laughs> it's more like fencing to actual sword fight. That's what I mean. The first one is like yeah. it's a, a controlled tournament sure. environment. The second one is to the death, yeah, or to the nose honk, yeah, honk, <laughs> chopping the ice, yeah. And the only other thing to wrap up my uh, baseball stuff is I caught up on Eastbound and Down. <laughs> so oh, I just had a down. big be- uh, baseball thing going on here. Mm-hmm. So I need to. I need to watch seasons two and three of that. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I got uh, HBO Go, and it was like, oh, suddenly the universe is yes. unlocked to me. Yeah, and now it's I good, will watch these. Because I, I wonder I'd if see I can s- borrow your HBO Go since I canceled my HBO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you need your your HBO Go. Yeah, that's that's a pretty awesome service. I, I had no idea like how much that really went back to all kinds of crazy things. Yeah, I was watching. And like, they got a mobile app as well. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah, I think it's on all the all the relevant platforms. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, I was watching a couple old old comedy specials. Like, there was a Patton Oswalt one from like '97 or Dream eight somewhere. Oh. Okay. Just, no, there is no Dream On. Yeah, Dream On not on not the there on the list. Neither is Mr. Mm-hmm. Show. Yeah, Mr. It's, it's not, not in the naughty section either. No. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah. there's some weird omissions. The, the really old like HBO, like First and Ten and Dream On and uh, fucking Arliss, Jesus. <laughs> you really don't like Robert Wood, do you? No, I don't. I think he Period? ruins everything. So is he, First and Ten is not on it? No. What about Probably Robert Wood Major OJ. League? God, I don't even remember uh, him in that. He was like the uh, whatever assistant coach. Yeah, I, I don't even remember him in that. Okay. Well, it was Major League. Now I'm going to confuse the two. Pretty sure it's Major League. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That was bad. I shouldn't have done that. Now I'm going to be cross referencing. No, I think he's Ro- in I think Bull Rob- Durham. I think Robert Wilson. Bull- 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 yeah, I was going to say. I think he's in Bull Durham. <laughs> yeah. So he was, sorry. He was crazy big there for a while. I never understood it. And then he made Cobb, and everyone was just like, you know what? No, we're, we're done with you. Please go away. Okay. No, Ty Cobb was an asshole. Apparently he was. <laughs> yeah. And they made a movie about him. Mm-hmm. I thought Tommy Lee Jones played Ty Cobb. He did. Okay, so who's Robert Wool? Robert Wool was it's the just guy anybody, talking to Ty Cobb. Anybody okay. associated with Ty Cobb is by uh, right. uh, yes. by association. Yes. Yes. Hard-headed, just, fuck you all. Right, exactly. Okay. There's a I know too much about fucking about baseball movies, apparently. Hot Rod Death Call. <laughs> Stupid. Now, have you ever seen For Love of the Game, since we're talking about Kevin Costner baseball movies? Because I've never seen that. I, I'm pretty sure That's I have. Sam I don't Raimi remember one, right? a goddamn thing about cast. it. Okay. I'm pretty sure I've seen it, though. Great. <laughs> Good. Yeah. All right. Good. Fantastic. HBO Go has naughty sections. It does. <laughs> Thanks. I like it has an after dark section. I like to call it the naughty bits. Right. Naughty bits. It's real yes. sex 112 where it's just it basically actually, it actually uh, goes back people who well, fuck they rocks. Had, what, real <laughs> sex four. There was a few. Yeah. yeah. And Emmanuel in time or Emmanuel sure. across time. Sure. Because taxi are, cab confession. Those are they did have those. these days. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, that was weird. It was like, weird. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Children could possibly use this. They this could. Is, you can parental control it. Yeah. Can you, you parental can, control? You, you can parental control, control the hell out of from it from your account. Actually, not right. even from by, by device. So yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. They got this. Yeah. Because oh, right. shit. There, I mean, there's there's movies like machetes in there. I mean, you do not want kids watching that movie no, for no. lots of reasons. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> violence. How, how, how many people has everybody seen this movie? Violence and tits. There's a cell phone hidden in inappropriate you, lady bits and yeah. parts. Sure. No, they're appropriate. Sometimes I mean, you need were, a bungee cord, and they're the only way you can do it. appropriate not for a cell phone. Though. No, no, no. You should not put a cell no. phone there. Anyway, so I also saw the change up. Um, <laughs> Is that a baseball movie? No, there's no baseball in it. It's a, despite that's, a, that's a type of pitch. I know, despite, despite the baseball sounding baseball name. Pitch. I watched the movie Sliders. <laughs> the television show? No. I'm joking. I was thinking of other kinds of pitches that are also things. I had sliders for lunch the other day. Country. <laughs> They're really good. They're cheese sliders. Oh my god! Yeah, stereo. They're much easier sliders. to eat. I watch that because they're sliders and they're small. The fat kid from Stand they're by Me. They're not really big. Time yes, travels. right. And then the fat kid from Stand by Me turns into his own brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I've never actually seen it. I just was trying to think of other baseball sure. pictures. So Absolutely. how was the knuckleball? No, I did not see the knuckleball. Oh, the cha- change up. Change That's up. The naughty change portion yes. of the <laughs> logo. No. no, how was the change up? It's. Once you get past the dumbass premise, which has been done a million times, mm-hmm. and I think they even treated it as such. They were just like, you know what? We're making a movie about a dumbass premise, but just let's have fun with it. And they do. They they have a lot of fun with it. And uh, uh, Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds do a good oh, job when one. they. Okay. Well, huh? I couldn't remember what movie this was. Oh, okay. yeah. They, they, you know, one's the crazy bachelor. One's the family dude. And they, they mm-hmm. piss in a fountain and, and right. proclaim they want to switch lives. And they do. Sure. They do a very good job doing each other's personas after they switch. I mean, like, really good, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't expect they would be able to pull off. Well, it's no face-off. I, I No, it's not. But I do want to complain about one thing that I don't know if it started with this movie, but it needs to stop with this movie, and that's the fact that there is digital CGI nudity in this movie. What? Like, actresses did not want to get naked, but the script said, you will get naked, so they CGI'd boobs onto these people. Oh, so machete again. They did that in Machete? Yeah. Jessica Alba's side boobs and whatnot was not real. I, I yeah, thought it was a stand-in. Nope. Digital. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Okay. I saw that. They, have the, they have the before pictures where she's wearing like, okay. you know, panties and a Shit needs to stop. Stop it. Get actresses who will actually get naked yes. or fuck off. Yes, that's right. If you're casting a movie and you say this role requires nudity and the actor says no, I respect that. But you don't get cast. Yeah. Well, you either cast someone else or you change it. Yeah. Exactly. Or, or you change it so there's not nudity for that character. Right. Same reason when the character needs to die, you better kill that motherfucker. Right. Are you listening, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I just meant in general. Like, sure. All, there'd be a lot less actors in the. Yeah. 
in the world. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, oh, that kind of <laughs> sexual thought, die. Oh, you mean actually so killing the performer. We- so you're saying we- weaponize our movies. <laughs> yes. So just, okay. just We're weaponizing the podcast yeah. so we can Clearing weaponize that the movies. Okay. Sure. Movie weaponize. Yeah, <laughs> and there, there's a lot of CGI bullshit in this movie. It's not just the nudity. There, there's just like babies doing things that babies don't do, and, and like stuff talking? like no, oh. not talking, but like wielding knives and shit. Uh, what? <laughs> they, 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 what kind of movie is this? There's Chuck? a crazy abundance of CG in this movie that doesn't need to be there. But luckily, the jokes are better than all that shit. Okay, so it rises above. Hmm. Good, and it has heart. There's some heart. Oh, no. I know you hate no. that. I know I don't you want hate heart it. in my comedy. It's got legitimate heart. Nobody should ever learn anything. It's got some heart. Look at the Big Lebowski. Who learned something by the end? They learned that it was. They learned that was right. They learned that Walter was right the whole time. Right. He never no, Walter learned that to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like he was telling everybody else to do. Right. You never. You learned to never French a stranger in the Alps. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, fine, fine. I thought you'd you find a stranger in the Alps. Yeah. Well, don't do that either. But, <laughs> little Larry. Larry didn't learn anything from that. He didn't need to learn anything. He didn't no. do anything. He stole a car with oh, the phone books in it. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what I mean. Like, they don't learn anything by the end of it. And good. Good on them. Fine. If you want to compare regular movies to The Big Lebowski, <laughs> whatever. No, but you're actually the only person I know that's actually like the change up. Because there are plenty of people, like, I saw plenty of lists where that was way at the top of worst of the year. Well, I, I, Why would you think that they that everyone had that reaction? I can see why, because there there's some stuff in the movie where it's like poop jokes and, and just general awfulness in terms of unfunniness. But, mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, compared to the, the shitty comedies I've been watching lately that have all come out around the same time, this is leaps and bounds better than that. It's not great. I mean, I'm not saying it's amazing or anything. It's not even Horrible Bosses funny. That movie mm-hmm. is funny start to finish, and there's no heart in that movie at all. It's just jokes. Good. But this, I, you know, I'm watching it at midnight in the bedroom. You know, my wife is asleep, so, I mean, I'm trying to be extra quiet, and I'm covering my mouth so I'm not laughing out loud. That's, that's, that's a sign of something that's genuinely funny. So, all that, right, that's my baseball movie, The Change-Up. So let's get some contact information. All right. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> all right. You can check us out on the website at www.bmfcast.com. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast or Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Search for Bad Movie Fiends and you can subscribe, rate, and review. And we like good ratings and good reviews, but we'll like you anyway, even if you tell us we suck. You can also check us out on Stitcher, which is a mobile app for your relevant mobile device that will stream our glory directly into your ear holes using the power of the internets and telephony. And finally, the most important thing that you can do in your entire life is the Garfield phone. Call us up. Leave us a message. 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. Leave us a message and we will feature you like sunny California on the podcast and then we might make fun of you. But keep it short or we'll make more fun of you. <laughs> right. And then come to your house and make fun of you in person. Which is a treat. With sticks. That's not a treat. The old disclaimer, we will probably not come to your house and beat you with sticks. Probably not. <laughs> we might. Because we don't want to pay the airfare. No. <laughs> right. You pay airfare and we'll come beat you with sticks. So the self right. stamped envelope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to BMF at BMF and we will fit ourselves That's inside true. of it. We will mail ourselves through miniaturization technology. To your yes. it'll be a fantastic. Honey, voyage. I shrunk the Banffcast inner space. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's get out of here, shall we? No, Before we make a bigger mess of all this. Let's. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach, and I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. <laughs>